I have never wanted to withhold anything. We didn't land on Plymouth Rock. The rock was landed on us. He counted on America to be passive. He counted wrong. Bullshit is everywhere. Bullshit is rampant. Does my sexiness offend you? Welcome to True Math, the podcast with everything you need to know. back in the True Math Studios with me and Moon and a special guest, Phoebe Yankson from the ASA. How's it going, Phoebe? Hi, I'm well. How are you guys doing today? We are good. Imoon, how are you? I'm popping. It's Friday. Midterms are done. Finally. Right. I'm going to hopefully transition out of doing this horrible radio voice. <laughs> Can you stop? No, <laughs> you're, we're good. You're good. No, you're we're perfect. good. We're cool. We're cool right we're now. Chilling. Okay. We, but, I'm really excited about our topic today. You want to give them a little... I, well, I'm excited too, and uh, I'm excited that we have this guest because uh, the ASA is a really important uh, club on campus, and also, there we go, snapped up. Top. Are, you already got me snapping. You know it's going to be a good segment when I'm like in tune with you. I'm excited too, and this is also a really good opportunity to get your voice, like in, and my annoying voice out of the Can segment. You? <laughs> it's something you know a little bit more about. Yeah, they're sick of my voice too, Dan. Don't get it twisted. Yeah. They're like. But, Phoebe, up top, uh, just tell us a little bit about the ASA, if you could. Uh, First, for those of you who don't know, ASA stands for African Student Association. We've been a club here on campus since 2006, I believe, and we're one of the more prominent um, black RSOs on campus. Don't get me wrong, though, there are other RSOs like UMass HASA, we have UMass LU, and we have SOCA. Please do check all of them out. They're amazing clubs, just like we are. Okay. So, um... Right up top, when did you become interested in joining the ASA? Um, well, it started out my freshman year. I started out with ASA as a dance member, and then I worked my way up. Last year I was the treasurer, and this year I'm the president, but it's always been a part of my um, university life, and I hope I take it on for the rest of me. So are, are you now are you from uh, an African country originally, or is that just your heritage? Uh, more like my heritage, but I live with it every day. Um, my parents are from Ghana, so I'm first generation hey, American. Ghana. <laughs> but I have lived there for some years, and then I moved back here. So. Interesting. Yeah. So when you talk about the ASA, it, it's basically like, a, if I'm getting you right, a collective of African students on campus. Yes, correct. And when you have that sort of like a community. What are some of the topics that, like, come up in discussion? Because I can obviously imagine that having it be, like, a, an African student council, you have some specific, not necessarily problems, but some specific topics that are, like, interesting or some specific, like, issues that come up. Number one issue, who is the creative jalof and who makes it best? Nigeria, <laughs> Ghana. Ghana to the death of me. <laughs> That's one. But, no, actually, we don't have as much conflict as you would think. What we are trying to do this year, though, is incorporate other um, regions of Africa, not just West Africa. In the past years, it's mostly been, like, West African and, like... I got you. Can we remind West African? What was that thing you were talking about before? Because I had no idea. Jollof rice. Jollof rice. Yes, a a traditional (laughs) dish from West African countries. 
<laughs> I'm really flattered you brought that up and just expected me to, to know understand. What you're oh, I no. was hip. <laughs> I probably right. should have, you know, prepped you on it earlier. My whole but demeanor just screams Jola fan. <laughs> I, I should have worn really. this shirt. No, but it is um, a very popular West African dish, and it's a rice. It has like an orange color. Kind of spicy, depending on so good. who makes it. Mm-hmm. Very delicious. Don't try Nigerian jollof. Come to Yo, Ghana first. listen, okay. we but already yeah. got the beef started. I'm really happy we have a Nigerian coming next to like defend his side. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, um, no, we are one big family, and this year, like I said, we're trying to incorporate different regions of Africa. We've been known to do West Africa mostly, but. Uh, we had a GB meeting, and we have a lot of South Africans, a lot of North Africans, Woo-hoo. East Africans, so we're very excited. Listen, I got you on the East Africans. Yes, I'm thank you. you I'm going to roll in squad deep next. <laughs> when is your next meeting? Uh, actually, our next uh, GB meeting is October 23rd, and we're doing a game night. Please come out. It's going to be at the Malcolm X Center. Game night, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, Malcolm X Center. And we have a lot of food. <laughs> I think Malcolm so X, friends. I think nice board games. <laughs> I can't wait. That's the first thing It's actually going to be mind. Jeopardy, Uno, and Cards of Humanity. So it's gonna be fun. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, when when I was uh, like like when I was talking to you before and uh, even now, it's really interesting to me the division between like North Africa, South Africa, West Africa, East Africa, and that's something that a lot of people don't understand, especially people like who are just from the United States. Like, like I was born in the States to a European family. Didn't re- when I say European, I just mean white. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to sound like cool and ethnic too, <laughs> what, just white as shit. But uh, when I when I was born into like that kind of family, the only real exposure that I have to like the African community and the African American community is oh those are African Americans, like oh those are black people, and I'm not I wasn't really given the exposure to the differentiation between the different segments of Africa, and I know that the ASA obviously has a great deal to do with like combining a lot of like different African countries and coming together Mm -hmm. but I think it's also important and maybe you could uh, both of you could give a little discussion on this topic about how there is sort of like a lumping in and how that might not be the best thing in the world no there definitely is a lumping in especially on this campus I've seen it time and time again and um, we'll have like say the Ghanaians grouped together the Nigerians the Ethiopians the Kenyans and it's kind of not saying it's a bad thing to lump together but we kind of just put a border between each other and we kind of just say that oh like I'm African they're not African yeah they're African but are they really African I know a lot of people say that about like the North Africans especially because some of them are lighter than us and you know they people just, try like, with Ethiopia, Ethiopia all like, the time they're like down. they're like oh they're not really African they associate more with like we'll say like the Muslim religion so because and I'm like but all parts of Africa have that religion and you know we're all preach, we're baby, all together preach. we're all one so it's just um, I don't know I just think we have to come out of that mindset that um, just because there's different sections and different colors in Africa that we're not all under one term as African but right and yeah. it, it is I, I think that the difficulty is that not necessarily that like Africans themselves lump each other in but the like predominating forces sort of lump that is very like, true like they're they're of darker skin but me and Moon were just talking about this like the difference between light skin and dark skin yeah team dark skin team light skin yeah, that's, yeah. It's, honestly it's, it's like how they're just like such divisions within the 
black community in itself. Exactly, yeah. and that I think that's one of the reasons why like the predominant um, enforcers don't take us seriously because we categorize ourselves as people, as black people. Mm. We all just put each other in a category, so when we have, well, you know, the whole Black Lives Matter thing, you know, there is, um, not to be rude, but the whites say that, like, oh, well, if they're already doing it, why can't we do it? You get it? So it's like, I just think that we just... Why can't we do it isn't like, why can't we have a white lives matter? Yeah. Yes, and well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we'll yeah. say yeah for now. Oh, no, this but is a real like, talk. This is a real talk. No, talk you know, like, people will be like, oh, well, blacks are already killing each other, so what does it mean if, like, whites are killing each other? And, like, they're already pre-categorizing themselves. Like, black people are pre-categorizing themselves. So then when the white people come in or the predominant races come in and then they think, like, well, they've already pre-categorized themselves, so we're just jumping in and right. grabbing onto that, you know, pre-categorization. But, yeah. yeah. And, and, and it's, a, it's a really interesting thing, and it's almost, in a way, like, a lot of people see it as a necessity to lump a bunch of people into a different category. But, like, I don't know, and maybe, like, I, I want to get your, your guys' opinion on this, too. When it comes to, like, associating yourself with African heritage, do you find that there are certain people in your lives that are a little bit less involved in, like, their African heritage and more involved in being, like, American or being, like, black? Like, like it's a huge, like, discourse when you think about it. For me, it's, like, different identities constantly, like, pulling. I, I, I'm going to let you explain, and then I'll No, Yeah, I definitely agree with you. It's kind of just, like... Well, I'll say me. I grew up in Belchertown, which is predominantly white. Yeah. So during my high school time, like, I was always African, but I was also always, like, American. Sure. So it's like... You it were was born th- here, too. So yeah, like- I was born here, too. So it's like, you kind of understand, but then coming to a university where I actually found a bunch of Africans, because I was one of seven in my high school, to be very Are honest. Are you preaching yeah. to the choir? One of seven in my high school class, and, like, you know, I'd always, like, say something or do something, and they'd be like, what? And I'm like, and I kind of just suppress that because I'm right. surrounded by people who don't understand me. So coming to a university where I found people who were like me and did understand me, I kind of brought that aspect, the African aspect of me, out more right. than I would have if I was still in high school. It's so it. funny. When you said you had seven black people in your high school, and Moon was like, you had seven whole black people <laughs> right. in your high school? I was like, me and my friend Sophia made up the entire <laughs> yep. population of yeah. black people in Marion, Massachusetts. Yeah. Shout out Sophia again. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. it's kind of sad because, like, now I have, I have two younger brothers. One's 18 and one's 10. And, like, he goes to Ghana every year, but you don't really see the African in him mm. unless he's home. And it's kind of sad because I don't want him to lose that heritage and I want him to know our culture. But then when he goes to school, he's all about, you know, being American, I guess. And then um, Whatever that means. Yeah, to be honest, whatever that and, means. And and then, I, t- tell me if I'm wrong, because like I said, me and Amun went to a very white high school and I, I found that a lot of kids there of different heritages of different ethnicities were treated as almost such like oddities it was hard for them to claim their true cultural heritage because they were already getting so much attention for just being black true and i think that that's a really big and it comes with age too because i think when i was younger i was like i think you feel like it's weird to be different so mm-hmm. you kind of suppress it and you're more like um 
I don't know, if you try to assimilate more into the dominant culture. No, definitely. Yeah. But um, I think when I was, by the time, because I used to go to a different high school and I moved to Marion like my junior year, by the time I was my junior year, I couldn't care. I was in there with my fro and people would <laughs> put their hands all up in there. Oh. Like, she said, <laughs> oh, you already know. But it's just like, you just, and you realize how much of an other there is when, pe- when people would be like, oh, I've never seen hair mm-hmm. like this and stuff like that. But um, it just, I feel like everyone's experiences are different. So, like, even when you do try to show, you're, like, you're, if, when I'm just being me when I wear my hair out, to be honest. Right. Even when I do that, it's, like, you feel like there's, like, a, they're, like, oh, wow, you're an, an other thing. So, like, no. I can see yeah. how people would try to assimilate more and try to hide that because they don't want that kind of attention. Like, it's just. It's very you feel like an alien sometimes because you're yeah. just constantly like exotic. Like I don't know. I it's no, I understand what you're saying. I, that actually happened to me um, a few weeks ago. I had longer braids, took out my braids, went natural for like a couple weeks, and I went into work, and everyone's like, "Oh my gosh, you cut your hair!" <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is my biggest pet peeve. Yeah. But you know, they didn't know any better, so yeah. I like and you know to I play, tried to to play devil's advocate. Like there are a ton of white people that just don't know. I didn't know how cornrows worked until like a year. Ago. I thought it was just magic. Like right. I had. But like, let me let me give a little tip. Like, just Google it, y'all. You no, don't have seriously. to. Like, you know, I I'm, don't know. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there, when I have questions about something, like I never ever like. I, I it's important to have dialogue with people, and I'm the type of person that I guess I like. I'll explain it to people, but I don't. I literally don't care. And maybe it's because I have context of growing up in communities where it's they're predominant people but I have friends who are legitimately offended and like don't like having to constantly explain themselves and mm-hmm. that's understandable like yeah. constantly having to like oh I do this because of this like I'm not mm-hmm. all up in your like I'm never like ooh like I don't know when I don't just questions that, that I have no, about yeah. people I wouldn't it's just rude to blatantly ask, ask in a them, certain yeah. way and make them feel like an other, an other. My, it, it, those questions about like hair I, that that's such a big like moniker now and it, it's not necessarily it's obviously not the only issue but it's a big like representative issue mm-hmm. cause like that the new album that Solange came out with love that, it yeah. oh yeah yes. I love that yeah yes. I love that yes. <laughs> yeah I win the, I win this room over right now the fact no, that you, you know yeah that thank you that means a lot yeah Dropping definitely bomb. but no it, it's it, it's a really interesting issue because it's so it's literally like the first thing that you're presented with mm-hmm. is like like here it is and it's a really interesting thing where it's like I, I understand, I don't understand, I can never understand, but I can see why it's such an issue where, like, just having something that's naturally you, something that, like, mm. naturally happens to be something that other people point out constantly. Right. But I also think... Would you ever go to your friend, like, I don't know, any any other friend that you have and put your hands in, in there their hair yeah, and be like, bye. That's me. <laughs> but, like, just, like, that you don't know enough. Just no. be like... Oh, I what's I would yeah. be like, what are you doing? Exactly. Yeah. It's so it always throws me back when mm-hmm. people do that. I like, I'm like, wait, I don't I'm, understand. I feel like what, I'm playing dodgeball. What, like, yes, <laughs> always ducking. Right. I'm like, please don't. It's just a lot, and then you always. It's also like you're petting someone. It's exactly. Weird. It's like, that's that's some demeaning. That's like a, glo- right that's a global. Is, yeah. Like, that's so aggressive. Yeah, like personal space is a global thing. And by the way, I 100% did that to like the first black person I met in middle school. 100%. But it, and that's what I'm saying. I don't think it comes from 
like a a negative place. But well, not not a, a consciously negative place because yeah. it, it subconsciously it is negative, mm. but yeah. consciously mm. it's just like oh, there's something I've never seen before. It's almost like a dumpers, but I don't think that that's a good excuse. Right. A lot of people come from that like well, it's it's like new to me. It's different to me. Like well, yeah, but like. Ask about it. Like, maybe exactly. ask about it. Like, no, yeah. Can I touch it? Or I'd probably say, hell no. no. Yeah. <laughs> but I'd rather you ask them rather yeah. just, you know, maybe and I'll be nice one day. people do say yes. Like, if someone yeah. asks, I'm so surprised. I'd be like, oh, yeah. I'm yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> so, so some quick questions um, just to, to lead out with. I was going to say, is there anything about, like, your specific culture that you think is maybe misunderstood or that you'd like to maybe, like, give some some precedence to whether it be like like your country's culture or your or the culture of africa in general or like, you as a, an individual an in mass individual. that like has to i have so many girl i'm gonna let yeah. you take um number one just for the like the whole african continent it is a continent not a country yep. please 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 i cannot stress this enough there are many, many different cultures in Africa. We don't all speak one dialect, which I know Wait, a lot. Of, no, <laughs> I've no, I've heard it. I've really heard it. Like I'm Ghanaian, I'll speak Tria Fante. My I speak Fante, but that's just my tribe. Yeah. But I still understand people with Tree. But somebody like someone who doesn't know will ask me like, "Oh, I have a friend from Zimbabwe. Can you guys like speak?" And I'm like. <laughs> Zimbabwe. Or they'll like greet me with a different country's greeting and then be like, oh, I thought you were African. And I'm like, oh, please just educate yourself. Know that we are not all one culture. We have many, many different. Like one thing about one culture and they're just waiting to drop it. On everybody and just waiting. And I'm like, different culture, (laughs) different country. I'm Ghana. They're like on the other side of the continent. But yeah, but um, no, please just educate yourselves and know that there are different countries, different cultures, many different languages within one country. So I, I remember I was like, um, when I was younger, I, I had a few teachers who were from Africa, which was awesome because I learned the difference. And like learning that a lot of people in Africa speak French is something that people from Africa obviously know. Mm-hmm. But like for me, it was like, wait, people in Africa speak French. Yeah. And then one of my teachers spoke Wolof, oh, and so oh, he Wolof. he taught us a little bit of Wolof. <laughs> and I was, and then he was like, I just want you guys to know, Wolof is not African. Like that is, it, it's not like the African language. Like mm-hmm. there's so many different yep. languages in Africa, mm-hmm. and it is something that we all lump together. Because I think it reflects the view of, like, our culture on people of African-American, of African descent, where it's like, oh, they're all black. So we see Africa as, oh, that's like the black person continent, and we think that it's all the same. When the diversity in Africa is just as crazy as, like, in Asia, where where the difference between India and China, Mm, like, it's an insane difference. Yeah. And a lot of people, like, take that sort of thing for, uh, for granted. Look, I yeah, I agree with that. I have a quick question. Like, yeah. why do you do you want to explain like why you feel like it's necessary to have an organization like ASA on campus? Um, I think it's necessary just so that we can represent who we are and so we can spread knowledge as well as inform people about our cultures and kind of just have a place where Africans on campus could go to just be themselves and let loose and share food and have great laughs. Mm. Yeah. Wow, couldn't say it better myself. That's big. So, uh, just at, at any other like plugs, any other things that you wanna shout out? Uh, we have. You're mad about anything else? You're <laughs> mad about? Yeah, this is like a. 
not really oh, wow, mad, yeah. but please do come support us. We have <laughs> <laughs> we have a cultural night coming up December third. It's gonna be a fashion show, so please come out to all our Those tryouts. Those are lit. I've been. Can we just? Like, yep. moment of silence for how amazing those fashion shows are. Really? Yeah. Dan, we could go together if you want. Oh, yeah. Next yeah. time, yeah. Oh, I'll that'd be fun. We could do an episode about that. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And whoever is listening, like, come and support because it's, li- it's so dope. And you, I don't think there's anything, I mean, there aren't a lot of things like it on UMass campus, so it's just important to. So just, like, a general fashion show, like, like people within the club showing off fashion, or is it tied into, like, the, the African cultural aspect of it? Definitely tied into the African aspect. Uh, we have some some designers from all over New England who are from Africa or have African descent in them. So they'll be showing off. Well, what we're trying to do is have like a tribal section and then like go on to modern day. And then we're thinking of even throwing in a couple of um, non-African designers. So we'll see how it goes. But it's a work in the progress. So if you have any ideas, questions, comments, please hit us up at ASAUMass. Oh, wait, no. Yeah, ASAUMass at gmail.com. There yes. we go. Phoebe, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. No problem. Anytime. Yeah. yeah, it was a pleasure. It was a pleasure. Thank you for tuning into the True Mass podcast, guys. Uh, please visit ASA online. And we out. We out. <laughs> All right, guys. We are going to come into part two of our two-part interview with the ASA. Um, in the room, well, let's just say right now I have the least interesting name <laughs> by by maybe like a thousand percent, we have Imoon, and joining us is Shawab. How's it going, Shawab? It's going good. Uh, I'm chilling. I'm just trying to do this uh, interview. <laughs> I'm with it. You're, you're already way ahead of us, of me at least in the name department. Um, I'm so gonna start sh- off a little controversial. We were just talking about jollof race with Phoebe, and she said Team Ghana all day. So you want to plug, where are you from? I'm from Nigeria, and obviously we have this way of controversy in Africa uh-huh. about who makes the best jollof line. <laughs> but um, at the end of the day, like, everyone knows in their hearts that it belongs to Nigerians. We just kind of, like, leave it to them just to, like, chat. But, you it's know, like an obvious thing. Uh, obviously. And, like, right. Dan, you be gassing him. You was just gassing Phoebe. <laughs> He's going to listen to the other podcast and know you were Team Ghana two no. seconds ago. No, no. I love, you know, this, uh, Nigerian jollof, I've said this my whole life, Amun. <laughs> Right. I look. I've been. I've been team Nigerian. No, but if you jollof. were smart, you would be like, "Oh, let me try Nigerian jollof," and then you would have told Phoebe, "Let me try no, jollof from Ghana." No, no, I'm I'm 100 Nigerian jollof though, so oh. I don't know why I would say that. I wouldn't jump ship like that. All right. Get both. The, I think they're both popping. That's why I'm trying to get plates from both con- uh, countries. You know? Well, you can come to our next potluck, and you will be, may be able to see if yeah, we make like that. both. Um, I treat y'all so good. I'm telling y'all about fashion shows, food, yeah. like, I got y'all. We even have a game night next week, so that's also an interesting thing. Did Phoebe mention that? Yes, she did. Yeah. excited about it. All, all plugs, man. And it's, but it, it's, one of the things I wanted to get into with, um, with this is one of the things we're talking with Phoebe about is how differentiation between, like, cultures within Africa mm. is kind of slept on in the United States because it's sort of, like, lumped in as one big continent one big culture i was wondering if you had any opinions on like that sort of like point of reference uh it's very it's a very big difference but it's actually crazy uh basically 
like there are so many different there's uh, West Africa the Northern Africa the Central Africa there's Eastern Africa the Southern Africa and obviously like within those little bits of columns that there are several similarities between the cultures but if you look across those five like you can the the difference is incredible yeah from the food that we eat like I the food that I eat in West Africa is probably very different from what people in Kenya or, or Ethiopia eat and it's just like that's one of the the things that I'll just say like even the the clothes that we wear it's even amazing that even though like Nigeria and Ghana have like similar kind of tribal wears the way that they wear theirs is different from the way we wear ours so it's like you could just only imagine like they're about 50 54 different countries in Africa yeah. like the culture is very spread out very diverse from country to country now I uh, one of the questions up top because we didn't get to talk a lot before this. Now, are you from Nigeria? I'm from Nigeria. I live in Nigeria. And when did you uh when did you come over to the states for the first time? Uh, still lives there. I still live there. Oh no no! But when did you come to the states? Uh, for the, like I came freshman year, so I'm a junior now. So I came uh, two years ago. Wow, that's a lot. That's a long time. You're in an Nigerian international I'm yeah, I'm international. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that's very cool. So I w- I was wondering, like as an African in the United States, obviously the big contention is like and now especially issues with black lives matter and when you hear that sort of thing being from nigeria being from uh africa itself do you find that there's a difference when you sort of associate yourself with those sorts of things or how like you define your own culture and race within that context um in nigeria i don't believe i have a race it's yeah. uh, race is uh, an American thing. Yeah. Uh, everyone around me is the same color as I am, so there's no race. There's there other obviously other social determining factors that like exclude different classes and stuff. For instance, different tribes. So I feel like that's a uh, substitute for race in this context. How, that's so interesting. Isn't that beautiful? That's so interesting. Well, it, it's in a sense, or like I, in that context, everyone looks like you, so you don't have to worry about like. Oh, that person is like beating me up because I'm black. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, I mean, it is. I mean, in in like a utopian idealist society, that's how it would be here. But it's just uh, it just it's it's ingrained in the society that it's not, and it's like everybody's trying to work to improve that. But and within the context of like American history, I think it would be like a negative thing to assume. Like if you if you just erase someone's race, that would be sure. But it, it, was it kind of shocking to you how, like, important race is in the United States rather than sort of, like, a cultural or, or tribal, rather, ra- rather than, like, tribal associations? Mm, well, I don't really know how to answer that. Basically, when I came here, it's still, like, it's still not that important to me because I go home every holiday. I don't really live here. I live on a college campus, which is obviously, like, me being privileged and all I really experience. Yeah. America and, like, the full scope and everything. Mm. Uh obviously i feel like i've been shielded that i'm quite privileged uh you know but uh it doesn't really play that much of a role in who i am here yeah because like i don't live here this is not my society in reality if you can understand that oh absolutely but it wasn't like so so it wasn't like a culture shock seeing like this many people of different because you said nigeria is pretty homogenous yeah. pretty like one like seeing this many white people was uh, that kind of shocking? Let me break it down. I went to boarding school in England. For, oh, okay. So I my white I'm used to seeing white people. Those are like Henry. white people oh. too. I those can't are, stand you. Those are white people. <laughs> what British people? That's the source. 
and um, and Asians. You went straight to the well. And uh, Asians as well. So like, so yeah. I've already, I've never, I've, I even in Nigeria, I went to an international school as well. So yeah. it's like, I'm, I've already been used to like seeing people of different colors and different like uh, ethnicities and uh, cultures. So like, it wasn't a shock for me coming here. Yeah, it, it's really interesting because the way that you're talking right now, it really does seem like you're not that affected by the difference. I mm. think it's so cool, like how perspective plays a huge role in like the experience of race like it depends where you come from and like just i think there's this ideology that like all black people think the exact same way about like f the police type narrative that goes around yeah that, like <laughs> well i don't know if it's that reductionist but sure but yeah you know what i mean there's this it's like oh you're black so obviously you have the, like there's just at, at the end of the day you have stereotypes assigned to you just because you're black and he obviously has a completely different experience than I am, than I do, but I guarantee you the same labels are assigned to him just because he looks a certain way. Yeah, and that's what's insane. Like, if you were walking the streets of, like, Amherst, walking the streets of Northampton, I think it's very interesting the fact that, like, someone who saw you would just be, like, in the same way if they saw me, they would be like, oh, look at that white guy. If they saw you, they would be like, oh, look at that black guy. But they wouldn't be like... They, there would be no context to, oh, look at that person from Nigeria who went to an English boarding school. Like, it's just all one, it's like all one big yeah. lump. And depending on what neighborhood you're in, like, I'm sure if you came to, to Marion where, like, everyone already knows each other, a new face of, like, a new black person would be like, oh, he's probably from the hood. Yeah. You know? How, what a bummer Isn't that, that is. such a, yeah, or just, it's just stereotypes, man. But, uh, going back to, like, the African side, like the African uh, heritage, what has the ASA done for you in terms of trying to like, you know, I, I guess since this isn't your country, this isn't your culture, but does, does it give you kind of a sense of comfort knowing that there's other students of African descent here? Uh, it definitely does. It gives me a forum to talk to other people that have the same kind of cultural background as I do, as well as help me explore to different regions of Africa that I've never really thought about. I like I for certain like after talking to a few Kenyans, I want to go to Kenya. Yeah. I like a few Ghanaians, I want to go to Ghana and oh, like Cape Verde and like uh so yeah, it gives me that um sense of comfort and at the same time that yeah, help helps me explore into like different mindsets. Yeah. Exploring different mindsets is interesting. You learn about each other too. Yeah. A and I just not to like delve too deep into this because I'm sure it's something that's like it has so uh, like such a depth of complexity but could you explain a little bit about the tribal system that you were talking about in nigeria uh just um nigeria like there are three main tribes obviously there are, like 250 but three main tribes hausa yoruba and uh Igbo. and it's uh it's like the language that you speak the kind of even though like we're all like nigerian like like depending on your tribe that kind of like the terms the way you were brought up in the sense of the language you speak at home. Yeah. I would I speak Yoruba, an Igbo person would speak Igbo, a Hausa person would speak Hausa. Yeah. And it's um it's like even though we're all Nigerian, it's it's like we have different I don't know how to describe but we have like kind of come from different society yeah yeah within nigeria within the same society yeah. but it's like almost like uh like nigeria is the uh, the nationality and then your ethnicity would essentially be 
like housing. Or yeah, it's it just the way that you divide it up. Yeah, and that that's it's like an American and then like you know, all my parents were like Irish. I don't know. Or yeah. like black American black, and uh, yeah. Hispanic, uh, all that kind of stuff. So it's like thank uh, you for taking that. So yeah. basically, like uh, social social assignments. So basically, like race, ethnicity is here. Yeah. Like it's just like a social assignment that like helps like peop- put people into different like sports. That's and, and that's a cool thing that I think is like worth mentioning that we get in the mindset that there's only one way to divide culture up and that's through race, but that's not that's not the case and there's so many different walks of life where yeah. race is homogenous, but they divide it up in a different kind of way. And social class is another crazy like way yeah, that you like the caste system. Caste system's big, but yeah, it's it's definitely a very interesting thing to discern the difference between what someone is racially and what someone is culturally. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really important. Is there any uh, is there anything you want to plug for the ASA before we leave, or anything you want to plug in general? Just any general plugs? Uh, I, I assume uh, Phoebe spoke about the game, the game night. We're gonna game have night's big. The it's potluck. Like the X uh, exactly. Wait, yeah. Can you talk about the potluck? The pot. Uh, we're trying to get that Kenyan food in. We're trying to get some East African food in. Mercy, mercy, mercy. We're I'm there. Get that West African food in. We don't really have anyone on our evil that's South African, but like we're always open to anyone that can. Uh, to the Yo, shout out South, South African. African. North African, you know, but like we're always trying to explore, we're trying to get more members. If you're from anywhere, like don't feel like if you're white, you're black, you're not from Africa, you're from Africa, you're from Haiti, you're from the Caribbean, Asia, we don't care, like we accept everyone. Because at the end of the day, like we all came from Africa, so like you know, (laughs) you know what to do, so like just come through. we're having big events. I assume Phoebe also spoke about the fashion show. Yeah. So that's another thing. Uh, there may even be a FIFA tournament when the work. So oh, if shit, if you can son. play FIFA, like it's something that you should be putting your ear out for. So definitely. Oh, this is Schwab. And I'm out. Oh man, <laughs> we have a new budding radio host, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, that is the True Mass Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we out.